Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. This week, I'm talking about what happens when a breakup comes in the middle of a crisis, turning 30 and feeling like you've achieved nothing, and when your friend steals your wedding idea. Our first question this week. Dear Viv, last year, my mum was diagnosed with brain cancer. At the time, I was in a really happy four-year relationship with the love of my life. After mum's diagnosis, I did my best to keep things going as normal as possible in our lives. As Christmas came, I went home to my parents and he went to his. The plan was for me to go down to visit his family on the 28th of December, but when the day came, it didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. We had been told by doctors that this was our last Christmas with mum, so it was incredibly hard to leave. My boyfriend seemed understanding at the time and said he would call. He never did. Flash forward six months and I just can't get over this. He has just turned incredibly nasty since the split. Any attempt I have made to try and fix this has been met with harsh and cold words. My mum is at home now and doesn't have much longer with us. Saying goodbye to her is incredibly tough and is making moving on from him impossible. I like to think that I'm a strong, resilient person, but this is breaking me. To say goodbye to my home with him and my home with my mum is just too much right now and I can't let go and stop obsessing over it. How can I get him to be civil and allow me to see my dogs again and to stop being so, so cruel? This isn't about getting back with him. It's about having one less thing wrong in my life right now. Oh, dear deprived dog owner, this was the last straw for me when I read that bit in your letter. The dogs, he won't let you see your dogs. When you've just broken up with someone you loved after a four-year relationship, your mother is dying and you're not allowed to see your dogs. I'm not saying I don't mind about the rest of it. It's all terrible, but it was the dogs that really broke me and I suspect that's what broke you too. Sometimes it's the least important thing. I'm sorry to call the dogs the least important thing. I'm sure they're lovely. But sometimes it takes a detail like that to make us realise that our lives have become unbearable. Your question is one about the pain of unfinished business. You're living in a really difficult limbo situation at the moment where you have very little control. 
The first thing to know is that anyone would feel utterly lost if this happened to them and your feelings and thoughts are completely normal and understandable. Supporting someone you love through a terminal illness and having to come to terms with the fact that they're dying is one of the hardest things that will ever happen to any of us. It's really sad that your boyfriend wasn't able to find the strength to support you through this for whatever reason. I think it's probably an understatement to say that he's acted selfishly and personally I'd probably set the dogs on him. Not that you can get anywhere near the dogs to ask them to do that. But there is a way for you to get a bit of control back yourself. Unfortunately, it involves you doing something so big hearted and crazy that you will probably want to set the dogs on me for even suggesting it. I think you're going to have to forgive him and let it go. I know at this point you will be screaming, what? (laughs) Because arguably he has done something completely unforgivable. He abandoned you when you were at your most vulnerable and he's continued to make things difficult for you. But the only way to move this situation on is for something to change. And it's pretty obvious that he is not going to change. He's had six months to change against the backdrop of your mother becoming more ill. If he was going to climb down, he would have already done it. So forgiving him is a practical move. You're protecting yourself and allowing yourself to move on. So forgive this man, idiot though he is, for his idiocy. Let him go. Delegate everything you can about moving out of the house to a close friend of yours who can maybe also take some pictures of the dogs and give them a hug from you and concentrate on your mother while there is still time. I'm sending you lots of love. Our next question. Dear Viv, I am turning 30 next year and I really thought I would have achieved more by now. I know it's an arbitrary milestone and I shouldn't really read anything into it, but I can't help feeling like a failure. I've done a lot of things in the last 10 years, but they haven't really added up to much. Since I was a teenager, maybe even a child, I've wanted to be famous. I want to be famous for something, not just for the sake of it, which is probably why it hasn't happened yet. I just want to be someone. I feel I have no value on my own. I've wanted to be a writer since I was 15, but I've yet to finish a novel I'm proud of. Now I'm making music and I'm working on some really exciting projects, but I still feel empty and worthless. I'm worried I'll eat myself up with unhappiness chasing after this impossible dream. How can I be happy in the here and now? Oh, dearest limelight seeker. Your question broke my heart. You don't want to be famous, believe me. I know you think you do, but you don't. You want to be accepted and admired. We all do. Fame is just one way of doing it. It's not the only way. It's not even a very good way because it comes with so much baggage. But I think you don't want to be famous. You just want to achieve something and feel special and feel like you have a reason for being here. I repeat, we all do. It's called the human condition. I don't hear you in your question. I hear depression. It's obvious from your letter that not becoming famous is not your problem. Having a working life in the arts is your problem. And as you're discovering, that is not an easy thing. If you want to do the things you care about, writing, making music, performing, that's a rewarding and important path. But it's difficult. You need some support. Talk to other people trying to do the same thing as you. You'll be astonished to find they feel exactly the same way you do. I think therapy might help you too, or um, at least give your sister um, a break. Um, You mentioned that she gets very annoyed with you wanting to be famous the whole time. Two more things. 
First, you say that you're working on some exciting projects. That is great. Concentrate on how excited you feel and what's great about those projects. That is where hope and success lie. And second, you say you want to be someone. You're already someone. Start valuing that person. Our next question. Dear Viv, a close friend of mine is getting married to her boyfriend of two years next summer and has just announced that they've booked the country house venue that I had always said and have told her many times I wanted for my wedding. I've been with my boyfriend for six years, but we're not talking about marriage just yet. And I think it's unfair of her to take my venue just because she's getting married first. Am I being a bitch about this? Oh no, it's single white female meets the wedding planner. And that is not a movie anyone wants to see. Actually, scrub that. It's a movie everyone wants to see. But it's not something any of us want in our lives, apart from possibly the cast of Towie, who would surely relish this dilemma. Are you being a bitch or is she being a bitch? It's kind of irrelevant now because the deed is done. The country house is hired. The idea has been stolen. In some ways, I think you should be flattered as obviously you inspired your friend and she admires your taste. But that is not much of a consolation, I know, when she is basically having your wedding, right? Because that's what this is really about, isn't it? You're angry with your friend and that's understandable. I do think she has been a bit petty and insensitive, unless you live in an area where there are no country houses within a 300-mile radius. But here's what your question is really about. I've been with my boyfriend for six years and we're not talking about marriage yet. Ouch. You're not talking about marriage yet, but you already told your friend many times about the venue you want for your wedding. I'm not sure you're angry with your friend. I think you're angry with yourself and maybe with your boyfriend because you think you should already be having your wedding. Is this really about things that you can't admit to yourself? Don't be harsh on yourself about this. It's natural you're upset, but have a long think about what this is really about for you. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at the pool uk thanks for listening join us again soon and sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you we hope we see you there even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.